Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I want to speak to Sam McBride, who is the political editor with the newsletter, just in relation to what's happening at Stormont. Uh, Stormont. Nothing happening at Stormont. It's all cobwebs. Uh, what's happening at Westminster? Uh, Sam, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Today, we believe, you certainly believe, Sam, may be a decisive one in the, the House of Commons, and that uh, votes on liberalising abortion and introducing gay marriage in this part of the world could pass rapidly with minimal scrutiny. There'll be, there'll be people here tearing their hair, tearing their hair out. Probably on the one side of the fence, people will be tearing their hair out and people will be celebrating potentially on the other side of the fence. These are very, uh, very... Uh, Controversial issues, obviously, as we know, um, with the sections of people in Northern Ireland and elsewhere. Um, th- this is a piece of legislation which Karen Bradley, the Secretary of State, is bringing to the Commons. She thinks that it's a pretty straightforward bill. Um, it is basically a piece of legislation to accept that there is going to be no likely um, positive outcome from the storm and talks in the near future. Therefore, it will give her the, uh, or it, it will it will take away from her the duty to move towards calling fresh elections to the Stormont Assembly. And um, that's something which the government doesn't want to do. They think it would not really change anything. It might be divisive. Um, so that is something which she is trying to, um, I suppose, buy some time with. And this this legislation was to be really rammed through the Commons at, at pretty fast speed. Um, it's a piece of. Uh, really uh, emergency legislation which she has brought forward um, and therefore there will be very limited scrutiny. It was to be originally debated within a single day and um, it's now to be debated over two days and it started last night so this is going to be the final day of debate um, where normally legislation would take weeks or months um, to wind its way through the various committees and uh, stages of parliamentary scrutiny. So. The, the difficulty from, from Karen Bradley's point of view and from the point of view of people like the DUP who don't want to see some of these amendments pass is that once you bring a bill to the Commons, it can be amended by MPs. And so therefore, while this bill itself is um, fairly straightforward and there are people who will support or oppose it, but generally it has fairly widespread support across the Commons and it's going to pass very comfortably in its own terms, once it begins to be amended it can really take on a life of its own. So people are trying to um, trying to change this bill to um, either legalise gay marriage or move towards liberalising the abortion law. There's also an attempt by the senior Tory backbencher and former Attorney General Dominic Greaves to um, really use this as a vehicle to um, try to block a no-deal Brexit. So there, there are all sorts of perils and pitfalls here from the government's point of view. They will be hoping that the Speaker of the Commons does not select those amendments that he rules that really they are going beyond the terms of what is in the bill. 
but really there there is an element of um of this now being in the, in the in the hands of the speaker initially then in the hands of MPs if he does decide that they have a chance to vote on this but there 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 is an element to this whereby the attention i suppose between uh, Westminster thinking there is an issue which it ought to be getting involved in in Northern Ireland and continuing what is, I think, pretty much the uh, pretense now that devolution still exists, it really exists in name only, um, and therefore being respectful to the fact that these are nominally at least devolved areas. That tension is now increasingly coming to the fore in Westminster. So, to, to keep this in really simple terminology, is there a possibility that we could have same-sex marriage legalised in Northern Ireland by the end of October if there's no devolved government here? Yes, um, that is that is very clear, and um, the the main. Uh, the main amendment on that comes from a Northern Ireland-born MP, Conor McGinn, who is originally from South Armagh, but he now is a Labour MP in the north of England. Um, he, he has tabled what I think is quite a cleverly drafted um, uh, piece of uh, legislative uh, tabling because he is arguing um, or he is proposing to MPs that um, if Stormont does not return by, the, by, uh, by uh, this October, that, there, that gay marriage will automatically become law However, if Stormont does return by that date, that Stormont will then take over responsibility for this issue and it will not become law. So that gives something of a carrot and a stick, I think, to the DUP leadership because some of their members, as we know, care very passionately about issues such as abortion and gay marriage and some of these other social issues. They've got religious reasons for that or whatever else. Um, and therefore, people who um, were very reluctant last year and were very opposed last year to the DUP trying to compromise on, on something like the, like the Irish Language Act um, to get Stormont back, suddenly this, I suppose, would give to the DUP leadership a new weapon with which to go to those people and say, well, actually, you might not like this, but if you don't accept our compromise in these areas, this is what you're going to get in another area. Last year, there was no prospect of that. There was no real difficulty for those people. I suppose it was a, a risk-free thing for them to just say, no, we're, we're not going to accept the compromise. I think this would suddenly change the dynamic, not in a way that would necessarily transform things, but for some DUP members, I think it would make them much more uncomfortable um, in, their, in, their, in their opposition to Stormont coming back on those terms if they knew for certain that that was going to mean either same-sex marriage or abortion reform were going to go through in the interim. So where are we on abortion reform with Stella Creasy then? If there was no devolved government here, would the ultimate outcome of this be that we could have the same abortion rights in Northern Ireland as exist in England? I think that ultimately, if Stormont does not come back, that is where this is likely to go because the longer that things go on um, without a, a functioning Stormont executive, the harder it is for the government and the DUP and anyone else who opposes these amendments to argue that there is a, a devolved institution which ought to be respected. That, 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 that's really their central argument that you, you ought not, as Westminster parliamentarians, to be getting involved in these controversial areas. It's disrespectful, it's constitutional, problematic to be getting involved. So I think that the longer that we go on, that is where it's likely to go. I'm, it's not as clear-cut um, as it is with the Colin McGinn Amendment on gay marriage um, in terms of what is before Parliament today on that. What Stella Creasy is, is putting forward is for Parliament to have a situation where uh, there will be a requirement on the government to bring forward reports to Parliament about what it's doing about abortion law, how it's moving Northern Ireland towards a more liberalised uh, 
situation, and I think that that would be very significant um, because it would be no, it would be Parliament for the first time, I suppose, getting directly involved in this. Um, and really disregarding what is the central argument against um, a, a, more, a more sweeping um, situation where they just get in and say, actually, this is our responsibility. We believe there should be abortion reform in Northern Ireland, and we're going to do it right now. If, if, if they accept the Stelacrisi amendments at this stage, I think that is accepting that the Parliament has a role here, it has a responsibility here to get involved. And once that happens, I think really it's only a matter of time until we see um, very substantive reform in the area of abortion as well as in the area of same-sex marriage. So pro-life campaigners are going to be up in arms and they're going to be on the backs of the MLAs, whether they be from a, a Catholic background or a Protestant background, uh, to return to, to Stormont to, to in some way stymie the progress of abortion, if if not to completely block it, at least to uh, keep Stella Creasy at, at bay. Well, certainly there has been a lot of concern expressed by the likes of the Catholic Church. We had Archbishop Eamon Martin, the leader of the Irish Catholic Church, speaking very forcefully at the weekend, saying that it was wrong for MPs to be getting involved in this area, urging Catholics and others, he said, who care about this issue to lobby their MPs. Interestingly, uh, in the in the Commons debate last night on this legislation, as, as the as the uh, Commons debate got underway, and um, Jim Shannon, the DP MP for Strangford, said that he had received, um, I think, 400 and something emails from people arguing get arguing that he should not vote for um, for this uh, for these uh, these uh, Westminster amendments. Now, obviously, as we, as we know, there was very little chance of Jim Shannon as a DP MP voting for these um, in any event. But he, he was saying that, that, that he had been lobbied significantly against these, but had only received, I think, something like 30 uh, emails on the other side of this. So it, it may be that that is bearing some fruit in terms of people um, mobilising against these, um, these amendments from that side of the uh, debate. We have also had some of the other churches expressing concern, the Presbyterian Church, the Church of Ireland. Um, but I think that it would be a much more interesting situation if, as you say, this, this, uh, this does get to a stage where the choice for people who are opposed to um, to changes to the abortion law in Northern Ireland is between getting Stormont back on whatever terms or allowing this to go through Westminster. That's not quite where we are yet, but if we get to that stage, I think it becomes much more interesting and much more of a difficult choice particularly for people in the DUP as to where they go at that point. Yeah, certainly well well worth uh, watching at a time when I suppose we don't always have our eye on everything to do with Northern Ireland at Westminster at this time of year. This year is, 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 is very different, Sam. It is, and I think um, even even in, in the terms of the national debate, um, this this piece of legislation normally um, would, would really have very little interest in Westminster. You would have an empty Commons chamber. The, the Commons chamber, it has to be said, was pretty empty last night as the as the uh, debate got underway. We will see what happens today. But even in Westminster, there is now a lot of interest in this piece of legislation, not because of abortion and gay marriage. Um, they're not terribly interested in that because it's it's purely relating to Northern Ireland. But they're really interested in this Dominic Grieve amendment about Brexit. And um, I think what, what we're seeing here is that ever since Brexit, ever since the confidence and supply agreement um, between the DUP and the Tories, Northern Ireland is more central to Westminster politics, whether people in Westminster like it or not. Um, than it has been for decades. It is absolutely crucial, um, and particularly when it comes to Brexit. So 
there will be a lot of interest um, among the um, among the lobby journalists um, today, among parliamentarians in Westminster and elsewhere across the EU as to what happens with that big vote on the Dominic Grieve amendment. Yeah, and the the chair of the Northern Ireland Affairs Committee, Simon Hoare, he raised hackles to the DUP yesterday, didn't he? He did. Um, this was this was very interesting. I mean, this is a senior Tory backbencher. He's somebody who's just been elected by MPs to be chair of the uh, the Northern Ireland Affairs Select Committee. This is the cross party committee which scrutinises the work of the Northern Ireland Office, which um, really keeps an eye on what is going on in Northern Ireland affairs. And he was um, really, I think it's fair to say, almost picking a fight with the DUP on this issue. He was saying that if we move towards a hard Brexit, a No Deal Brexit, that that is going to be constitutionally destabilising. It's going to be a threat to the union. And he was really warning the DUP that in that situation, there is no guarantee. um, And he was not at all confident that unionism would win a border poll. Now, that really... Um, alarmed and concerned and drew a degree of ridicule from DUP MPs. We had um, Sammy Wilson saying to him that actually it was pretty pretty reckless to be saying that as a unionist because one of the, um, really the essential criteria for calling a border poll is that the Secretary of State must believe that there is a realistic prospect of a border poll being won by nationalism. And if you have a situation where a senior Tory backbencher is saying, well, I think that might be the case, well, you can see how that, um, uh, as part of a jigsaw, where other people were saying similar things, where you might have polls saying similar things, would lead to a situation where there'd be pressure for a border poll to be held. So a lot of dispute between the Tories, um, or between that Tory, um, it should be said, and the DUP in the Commons last night, so it'll be interesting to see what the relationship um, is as it develops between him as somebody who has a very close relationship with the DUP MPs on that committee, um, where the likes of Ian Paisley Jr. and Jim Shannon and Gregory Campbell are members. It'll be interesting to see how that develops over the next few months and years. Totally. Hey, Sam, it's a busy time for you. Thank you very much indeed. Sam McBride, the uh, political editor with the newsletter. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Better.